Hey, this is Liz, and you're listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast. Episode 20, thank you for tuning in. My name is Jared Ketterman, and I'm here with Kyle Voss. This is our Tw- 20th episode. Mm-hmm. 20. Man, it just seems like we started this thing yesterday. It does. I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So we appreciate you listening out there to us, and uh, it's uh, almost Christmas, so if you hadn't got all your shopping done... Um, Amazon. Check the links in the description. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. Our, our favorite products. Yeah. Uh, it's too late. Next year. No, next year, we've got some great ideas. And so we're going to do um, one more podcast uh, for the year next week to wrap up 2022. And uh, there will be me and Kyle giving a lot of secrets away of where we're headed next and how this year has treated us. And we want to hear from you. You can email us at southcacpod at gmail.com so we love hearing from you we've gotten emails on last week we had mark bagwell on we've gotten some emails from that what uh what a great episode that was youtube is current as of tomorrow so yeah. no as of today it's current now youtube will always be yeah. one week back so if you're a listener if it drops if it, you know 19 dropped on last friday 19 will drop on youtube tomorrow got so, it or today i guess speaking of friday not tomorrow, but do you know what the low temp for here is going to be? 28? 11. What? 11. I didn't see that. Yeah. How is it going to be in the high 20s or 30s? Really? Yeah. I did not see that. Cold snap coming. Crazy. All right, big day today. Kyle, who we got? We got Nick Crenshaw, or Nick. as we all know him, Pup. Yep, Pup. Pup. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. I'm, I'm really stoked for this, which I, you know, I'm stoked for all of our guests I think I say that every time, but uh, this is definitely going to be in Jared's wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to be a, a a bystander in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a this is a great. Uh, it's going to be a great podcast. We're going to talk about a great event for a great cause, and you know, and we're going to get into some of the details on on uh, why we got Nick in here. Yeah. So if you know Pup personally, then uh, you know what we're going to be talking about, and if you don't then you've probably heard of Rock the Ranch if you're anywhere in the upstate or tri-state region. And if you haven't yet, you will soon. Search it. Yeah. Or I guess you could tell us where you find it, right? Yeah. yeah. RockTheRanch.com? Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, RockTheRanchMusicFest.com. Or we're on uh, Rock the Ranch SC on Instagram, Facebook. So okay. Go. Cool. That's our tag. Perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> so there you go. We're talking Rock the Ranch, which is a... Outdoor music, how would you classify it? Outdoor music festival? Yeah, it's an outdoor music festival. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We uh, raise money for two different charities, uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation and Shriners Children's Hospital of Greenville. So okay. we dedicate the money there. Cool, the and we'll get into why that is. Yeah, well, give us sure. some history on the property itself. Yeah, so um, where I live at is the Rock the Ranch Arena. Um, it used to be called Charlie B Arena. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Jared's heard of that a little bit. Grew up right next to it. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. So yeah. Charlie B was my grandpa, um, Charlie B Stancil. He had a um, chicken shack, which was a teenage dance club back in the late 60s, I believe it was. Teenage and, dance club? Yeah. So really? it was an actual chicken house, had f- dirt floors. Ah. 
And like, uh, yeah, people of that era went there to dance, no drinking. Yeah, just a good old, act. Yeah. old school, uh, um, what do they call those in Texas? Hall? Like a dance hall. Dance hall. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, yeah, and there was people there, um, teenagers, and he would, he'd like walk around the uh, uh, outside, make sure nobody's drinking or making out in the yeah, cars. Yeah. No whole they got a flashlight going out. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh, Come yeah. on, Grandpa. Yeah. We got <laughs> Thank goodness tinted windows hadn't been developed, developed <laughs> yeah, in the 60s. Sure. Right. Yeah. 99 cents a pop to get in. And then, That's uh, the cover charge. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Like a DJ? How'd that work? Like they, a, they had house bands. Really? Yeah. A lot of them from Tacoa area. That's Just awesome. local house bands is what started it. Man, what, would those, what were they getting paid? What was that house band getting paid? Just it, a guess. Like, if it's a dollar to get in, I'd say... I think 40, they had 40 like, 50 bucks, maybe. And I think they had like three, 400 people there on a Friday, Saturday night. Wow. So, so the band isn't getting three or 400 bucks. That's what they're getting today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're getting 50. They're getting 40 bucks, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. this was when? In the 70s? No, early, uh, mid to mid late 60s. 60s. Mid to late 60s. So yeah. that was a chicken 50 show. bucks is well, probably. That, that's when the U.S. dollar was still worth 100 pennies. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> now it's not. So yeah. true yeah. that. Yeah. But then he uh, went on from there, and the whole teenage dance club started fading out and uh, bought a property over here in Oakway, 100-acre farm. It's got like a natural amphitheater, outdoor amphitheater, built a stage himself, and uh, started having concerts. Promoting it. Yeah, he went to New York City, I think, before it started, and like they had these old, you know, you don't find people on the internet back then, you had to like go through and like look at these big folders and yeah. booking agency in New York City. He went up there and got these booking agencies to just like tell him who to get. Yeah. And it was during the time of Woodstock. So he's like wanting to do the same thing here. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. That's insane. Isn't that red? Like by himself. Didn't even know just, anything about it. Just for one, because I have vivid memories of your papa, right? Yeah. Charlie B was such a good, uh, good man to our family, you know. My dad and my mom were great friends uh, with them. Yeah. But just a picture, Charlie B. on a plane going to New York. Yeah. Going to buy me some <laughs> bands to bring to Oakway, South yeah, Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Like, just crazy. <laughs> going through books. Just crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. Like, yeah. yeah. But they look cool. They got long hair. It says, <laughs> it, it says rock and roll right yeah. there. That's yeah. what we're looking for. Yeah. It was, I got a funny story. He uh, When he came back from an airplane, like all in New York City, he bought a uh, chainsaw, Husqvarna chainsaw. He told me about. He bought it in New York City and took it on the plane with him. With it, put it in the the the, 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 the luggage, whatever. The, the carry on, carry on. Yeah. yeah, this is before they had security. Yeah, check yeah. check the Husqvarna chainsaw and brought it home because it was to, cheaper. You'd go to jail today <laughs> if you to, walked into an airport with a Husqvarna chainsaw. With the chainsaw on the conveyor belt yeah. front through the. Scanner. Yeah. He said it was greased up and everything, just ready to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. But it's typical to what Char- who Charlie B was. Exactly. Yeah. There's no question about that. For sure. I, to- I totally believable. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So who was uh, so the Chicken Shack Rams? Ex- very successful. Yeah. From what I understand, uh-huh. that was before my time. Uh-huh. And then uh, when he builds the stage, this is the vision. He's still uh, probably a full time farmer. Yeah, for sure. Um, who, who was some of the first? Oh man. He had, um, so the first one's like white, Witch. he had, I think there was like five or six different years of just 
each concert he had five or six people, and we they had Fleetwood Mac, uh, ZZ Top, Marshall Tucker, Billy Preston. So some big acts. I mean, yeah. some big, we'll see, big, big, huge to yeah. us because yeah, we yeah. still they're still relevant. But yeah. back in the seventies, yeah. Fleetwood Mac's probably just getting their start. Yeah, you know. Sure. Yeah. They, so we were talking a little bit before the podcast, and you said actually Fleetwood Mac was not the headliner. No, uh, Black Oak, Arkansas was the headliner of that. They were the uh, the next one down, if you'd say. That's insane. Yeah. See, uh, it makes me think about like some of the ones I'm digging right now is like Larry Fleet, and I think that it's gonna. I mean, obviously he's already making his rise. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I was listening to his stuff before. Yeah, before Instagram. it was played on the radio, you yeah. know, and he, yeah. now you know he's not. They're playing his songs, whatever. But I mean, it happens so fast. Yeah, like you get those good ones, you bring them in, and then they could be the next, you know, Stapleton or yeah, or you know, whoever you name it. Right. There's a. And uh, I guess that's kind of what he he did. Yeah, but how do you know who to bring in? He, how do you know yeah. to sign? It's just yeah, luck of the draw. Yeah, it is. He just got he got really lucky. He got lucky. Not only did he have good ones. Yeah. He had some of the greatest. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, so if you had a facility like that, you use it for two reasons. One is for to raise money or make money. Yeah. The other is to bring in bands that that you want to hear. Yeah. But you have to have a line there. Yeah. You've got to you've got to bring in what other people want that's as right. well, or you won't have anybody. Show I think you up. guys right. do both. We yeah. um see. I'm glad we have a committee. And like multiple people on the committee, because I'd bring in people that I just wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah. So how does that work? Give us a brief, kind of give us a brief rundown if you can. Like on the committee? Yeah, just like you got. Yeah, so we have, uh, I think there's 12 or 13 total people um, on the Rock the Ranch committee. Um, we've brought in a couple lately just being married into the family. Right. Um, but we... Uh, we split it up. Like, say somebody has merchandise, you know, they'll throw three or four people on that and then three or four people to book the bands, do the band research and stuff. So, so like, try to research the up and coming, reach yeah. out to those folks, yeah. see what it would cost to get yep. them. And then the actual, like, the day of stuff, like, getting stuff done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously I haven't, I haven't been involved, but I, I, it's kind of, it's very much a community thing leading up to, yeah. you know, cutting the grass and getting yeah. things oh, ready man. and getting the booths, you know, like it's not just, yeah. it's not easy. No. no. It's a lot there, of work. There's a lot going on. And it's not like the day before. Everybody come in here and let's set up. Yeah. It's like months before. Yeah. Right? It's Sometimes. a whole year long process I'm sure oh, for you guys. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's around the, around the year, like every month we're meeting, discussing stuff, yep. but uh, it's a lot of work, but man, it's fun. And like everybody involved is like best friends, which means a lot. And it That's brought right. us together. It's cool. Like being this old, I'm 34 and like spending time with my best friends I grew up with. Like yeah. a lot of people can't do that anymore. Yeah. And it right. makes us do it. So it's cool. Yeah. So, so your grandpa kind of brought that on. It wasn't called Rock the Ranch back then, I guess, right? No, it was just Charlie B Rock Concert, okay. is what everybody called it. Charlie B's place. Yeah. And so then that ended in? I think 73. 73. That yeah, was the last one. And then how long did you go with no events at that <sighs> So, my mom actually had a couple of fundraising events for uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation in the 90s. Um, I was born in 88, and I was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis six months old. Um, mm. Then my mom had a couple, like, fundraising events, bands there on the stage in the early 90s yep. for uh, cystic fibrosis. Uh, Bad Creek Band, they yeah. played. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they played, um, a couple others were on the ticket, but... Uh, Give us a, for those that are listening or watching that 
don't don't really know. Give us a brief rundown of cystic fibrosis and yeah, maybe some things you have to you know some of the challenges you have. Yeah, so I was uh, like I said, I was diagnosed at six months old. Um, my life expectancy at that time was twenty one years. Uh, so at that point, like who knew what was going to happen? You know, there's always medical advances and stuff and whatnot, but. That's what I was looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, thank, thanks to people like you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, that's are, what we're doing. We're raising funds for that that yep. exact purpose. Yep. So, um, yeah, so it's a uh, lung and pancreas disease. It affects both. Um, it's kind of like I was explained to when I was like 10 or 12 that I'd been smoking for 15 years and already 12 years old. Yeah. It's just uh, you fibrosis. Started, started early. Yeah, well, I couldn't help it, man. <laughs> it's that's just crazy. Like, yeah. And then the pancreas part, I just couldn't absorb enzymes. Like the enzymes couldn't absorb the food. So I have to gotcha. take enzymes every meal. Um, I do breathing treatments probably two or three times a day. But at the same time, like I'm super fortunate and live my life every day to the fullest. Well, it's, it's normal for you now. It's like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you don't even think yeah, about it. No, it's just, it. You've been a part of your life since you were born. And that's what people say is like, how do you do or what do you do? I'm like, that's all I know. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I can't, yeah. I can't I imagine, I can't imagine yeah. a 12 year old and someone saying, well, you know, you got lungs like you've been smoking your whole life. Yeah. yeah. What do you do as a 12 year old? Like, how do you, I mean, well, obviously you went through it, but as somebody on the outside, I just yeah. don't, you know, that's, did it register you, to no. you how important or detrimental not, it could be? Not at all. Yeah, not until I, I was honestly and still like, 25-ish, honestly. Like, I was just like, man, I better take care of myself. Like, I didn't take care of myself earlier in life because my mom would take care of me. No, that's right. Right. So, like, give me the medicines. Do all this. Make me do this. And I'm just like. But now as an adult, I bet it's easy for you to get out of bed. Like It is, yeah. Man, the sun's up. I got another day. Let's go do something exciting. And it's, it's like, because of my mom and, like, Charlie B, my grandpa, like, they were there and. Just raising money for CF Foundation, man, it's it's come a long yeah. way. And so how how cool is it for you now as an adult to be giving back to the same organization that yeah. you, you didn't even know really as a kid? Like how I got hit yeah. this far. Yeah. Like this is a big deal. Yeah. That's well, congratulations to yeah. you and thank you for raising money for good stuff there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to leave out a Shriners Children's Hospital. We that's right. They do some yeah. awesome stuff. They do. They we, sure uh, we 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 take a tour um, every year when we give the donations, and just every year we go in there and like see the stuff they do for kids and the kids' families and stuff. Man, it's awesome. Yeah, they, they take a big burden off the parents. Oh yeah, not a cost to any of them. Yeah, so that's cool. That's awesome. So yeah, getting back. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. How how uh how long has Rock the Ranch been a a thing? Um. Rock the Ranch, not Charlie B. That's right. Okay, That's Rock right. the Ranch, we just had our fifth anniversary last year. Well, this year, 2022. Okay. So you, start, you, started, you started Rock the Ranch. You're 501c3. Correct. Right? So you can take donations. Yes, For please. anybody that needs a write-off, going to a good cause. Yeah, we, uh, we advertise. I mean, we love advertising, especially like our community. Like we want to yeah. do small stuff, like our small businesses. And yeah. We promote that. And we want to be more... More than just a music festival. Mm-hmm. Like starting now, we're, we were talking like last month, let's just get out and do stuff in the community, like raise money for anybody in the community. There even, you go. I mean, just be a part of the community. If you see any of our, we call them ranch hands, which only a committee 
I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. If you see any of them, like, I mean, that's what we're wanting to do is like be out in the community and just yeah. good stuff. Did good you start stuff. ranch water too? No, no. Yeah. that's good stuff too, though. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, we had that out in Montana. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Um, so who was some of your first acts your first year? And yeah. did, you, did you know what you were doing or did you have the expectation oh, of this is what I think it's supposed to be? Dude, we had no clue. So, how, how, <laughs> what, so I, did you, was it your idea to bring it back? No. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll start on that. Uh, a buddy of ours passed away unexpectedly in uh, 2015. Um, he was part of a band called Plumwood Drive. Um, they were my best friends. Like, we grew up together, yeah. same age, graduated together, awesome dudes. And we just wanted to, like, support his memory, just be there for, like, just make his life known and not forgotten. Sure. Right. And um, he was a super, super badass uh, guitar player. And, uh, yeah, then Mikhail Nicholson, who was part of the band, he was a bass player, Paul Drive, he came to me and he was like, dude, we should just do something, anything. Like, yeah. even if we, could we use the farm or could we do this and that? I'm like, whatever. Let's think about it yeah. a year there's later. A, there's a stage down there. <laughs> yeah. Which is falling apart. Well, there but, used to be one down yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then he came to me and we just talked and I talked to Hannah, my sister and my mom and we just, they agreed like that. We could do that. We could do um, a fundraiser. Oh, cool. And the first year we did a couple different charities um, circled around that. And so was it, was it established? Was the nonprofit established at that point or are you just winging it? No, it was. Was it? It so was you, that you, first year. There was we, some forethought in. Yeah. In, and what's in. crazy is, I mean, we were in our late 20s doing this. And we're like, we're kids. Yeah. And we're doing like getting insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like writing our taxes, doing this 501c3 organization. Yeah. Not even knowing if it's going to be a success. We have no yeah. clue. Might what, be 40 people that show up. But we have no clue what yeah. we're doing. I feel like it. And we put it together. And I think the first year we had probably four or 500 people. Um, every since then, it's been growing. But I still look at it today and I'm like, how the hell did yeah. we make this happen? You know, being kids. Awesome. What's crazy is, you know, this is a business podcast or we try to kind of keep it in there, which this falls, is, falls, this falls, is. Yeah, yeah, falls right is. in line. But we talk a lot about don't wait till you're ready. Yeah. No, no doubt. Because you're never going to feel like, like you were saying. Dude, we felt scary. like kids. Like we didn't yeah. know what the hell we were doing. Yeah. Listen, that's everybody. Yeah. That's everybody. That's us. Yeah, that's us all the time. <laughs> Right now. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> yeah. It is wild, man. And I still think about it like day to day. Even coming here and talking to you guys, I'm like, do I even have anything to talk about? <laughs> you know what's you funny? Look, you've got so much. Your <laughs> yeah. story alone is, yeah. take Rock the Ranch out, your story alone is so much people will learn from. <laughs> yeah. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Every, I hope so. Yeah. Everybody that comes here <clears throat> feels the same way. That's cool. They're like, what do they want me to talk about? I think so. they think we're going to be like, all right, welcome to episode forty-two. All go right, ahead. go. Right, you know but that's not <laughs> that's not how it is. Yeah, um, I'm like, don't worry about it. We'll figure something out. Yeah, if not, you know, we'll drink some bourbon. Yeah, so or some beer. And, yeah, so you've run a, five years in. How many acts have, have played Rock the Ranch? Let's see. There's we do usually six or seven per year. So I'd say like 30, 35 people. Um, we've had the band Pluma Drive, which. Yeah. They played every year. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, this last year we had the um, Steel Woods, which was cool. Um, That's a big deal. You had Steel Woods. They just played Wahala here uh, yep. last week or so. Yeah, 
Yeah, I was there at that one. That was a that was a good concert. I, yeah. they lost old uh, Rowdy. Yeah, oh, the guitarist. But um, yeah, I actually met him. Funny story. He he came off the uh, yeah. They brought their motorhome in, parked right in front of my parents' house. Got off. It was nine o'clock in the morning. Old Rowdy comes off the st- uh, stagecoach, looks like, and he's smoking Marbreds and just drinking a Budweiser. At nine o'clock. <laughs> at nine in the morning. Let's wake up. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Fun times. And then I think of that. And then I think about like my grandpa, Charlie B. Like, what did he see? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It wasn't a Marlboro Red and a Budweiser. No, surely not. <laughs> it might have been something different. Yeah. Your parents are probably going, uh, there's a bus in the front yard <laughs> yeah. and this homeless guy yeah, for is sure. walking around with a cigarette <laughs> and a Budweiser. You yeah. need to get over here now. Yeah. <laughs> so Rock the Ranch is happening in 2023 as well. Yes, yes. We're uh, we're shooting for early June, mid-June. So we haven't set an exact date yet, but uh, look for us in June for sure. Okay, and you're also raising money currently yeah. for any of that because it, it takes a lot. I've been a part of many music festivals, yeah. and it's not an easy deal. Yeah, for I mean, sure. The, the work that goes in and the money and time that it takes to put something like that together is a – it's not just a, oh, yeah, we're going to have some bands. Y'all come over and drink beer with me, and we'll have fun. Yeah. It is nothing like that. Especially now, man. All the uh, policies we got to take out, all the uh, – I mean, you got to pay everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. It's not, everybody it's, wants their cut. Yeah. It's not cheap either. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you have a website where people can go yeah. and, and PayPal or Venmo money yeah. in? It's all on the uh, rocktherenchmusicfest.com. We – um. Or just reach out to any of us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, that Rock the Ranch SC. Yeah, we're taking uh, sponsorships, free advertisement. Well, I say free. You're donating to some great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're donating to some great charities. But uh, we, you know, we'll we'll spread your small business or large business, whatever your name. Yeah. We uh, we, we need have a, you need a head like a headline sponsor like. Man, I would love all states rock the ranch. Yes, you we, know what I'm saying. Yeah, or whatever. We, yeah, we got that. We're shooting for that. Like, uh, I tell you what, do you have packages built? Yeah, like, we do. We have sponsored packages. We just finalized this year's uh, yesterday. Of course. Cool. So there's we have different tiers, and like this year we changed it up. We had different tiers of sponsorships, but this year we're like you know customize like whatever. Yeah. If you want to donate twenty bucks, make it happen. Do it. Yeah. 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 It will, tell you what, we'll take it. Let's take a quick break. Okay. We come back. We'll talk. What you see the future. With this venue, like what you guys, you and your, uh, yeah, committee, committee, yeah, where, where you guys see where you see it going, what you hope to do, you know, and we'll go into like, you know, how people can get involved and whatever. And I'd, I'd yeah. also like to hear maybe some. We'll take the break and we'll talk all about it. Crazy rock the ranch stories. We'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it, shopping for insurance can be time consuming. When it comes to your auto and home insurance needs, make things simple and trust your Allstate experts. They will help you get the coverage that fits your needs while helping you bundle your auto and home. Bundling saves money, sure, but it also saves you time. So you can enjoy the things that matter most even more. Contact Clemson Allstate agent Shane Smith at 864-654-1047 today for a free personalized insurance proposal. Allstate, are you in good hands? We're back with Nick Crenshaw. Talking music, talking tour buses on the break, talking favorite acts. So, rock the ranch, rock the ranch. You can check them out online. Any of your social media that you go to. So, you you kind of this is kind of like a legacy play without being 
like there was a gap, right? So it used to happen. It's happening now. It's yeah. an exciting time for uh, uh, the community of Oakway. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to mention before the break, here we are after it, but um, so back then, the 70, 1973, the last one Papa had yep. was like the reason he quit doing it was because the sheriff, I forgot the name of the sheriff, but they could not stand bringing these people into the county. These hippies from heathens, other towns. These heathens. Yeah, this uh, this Woodstock pot-smoking, yeah. yeah. raising yeah, hell yeah. folks. Like, they couldn't stand it. So that's the reason it, it got shut down. It was kind of a problem. There was a, yeah. And I could see that back then, right? Yeah, I mean, could, I mean, well, Woodstock it would have already happened. That was in 68, 69. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but, but even Woodstock was... Monumental. Well, but it was still considered, like, way far out there, right? Yeah. Way well, outside the norm. Yeah. Well, nobody knew what was about to happen. They rented out a farm. They said, yeah. we're going to set a stage down here. The old dairy farmer, I forget his name. He's like, oh, yeah, yo, well, yeah. Well, welcome to Bethel, New York. Yeah. Just Let's just have music. But yeah. there's, what, 300,000, 400,000 oh, people that showed up. Yeah. And then our generation comes along. Yeah. In 99, it tries to duplicate it, and it was a just a total oh, crime. Yeah. Did you watch that documentary? Uh, I have seen it. That's that crazy. Is, we, we it's called have, Dumpster Fire or something, isn't it? We, well, that's what it <laughs> probably I think that's what it's called. called. Yeah. Well, we've got some friends. We went to school with some friends who actually went in 99. Oh, really? Yeah. So, Did um, they say it was as bad as the, um, the Netflix I'd, I'd documentary? To, I'd have to ask old Joe because uh, I saw him comment on something about that documentary, and um, I'm pretty sure he, See, I, he went. So. I think, to me, the modern uh, the modern version of that is Bonnaroo. Yeah, I think so. You know, because people went to Woodstock that weren't necessarily like the norm, the normal hippie. Yeah, you know, they were just going for a great time. There were a bunch of frat boys that wanted to go to Woodstock because I think it felt like it was going to be a good time. And yeah. even Bonnaroo, I mean, its location, its proximity to Nashville was a big deal. Yeah. but I mean, their acts are, I mean, the biggest acts in the world. Well, when I just there. talk about people that show up, man. I we drive when we'd go to CMA Fest, we'd drive. Right by Bonnaroo. And they have the state signs that say Bonnaroo this yes. way. And there would be wow. cars on the mm-hmm. side of the highway yeah. for miles mm-hmm. waiting to turn in that place. And then when you pass it, it's like thousands and thousands of tents and campers and like yeah. man. You know, it's it's I obviously I wasn't at Woodstock, but it's like what I think Woodstock would have You ever been to an outdoor like, music festival? Yeah. Oh um I guess You just Patunos? I went well. I went to you at Spatino that one year. Yeah. Is that an outdoor music festival? It's 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 not anything anymore, to <laughs> my knowledge. But they have uh, stopped it. Yeah. I think Jeremy Hurley. It went from uh, the Armory, and yeah. then they tried to do it at another location. I think it went for a year or two. And to my knowledge, I don't know that they're going to do that again. They're not. Um, that's a good point. We uh, they have helped us. I want to do a shout out to all those guys, man. They helped us. That's awesome. A ton. So Jeremiah Hurley yep. is, was one of the big yep. ones that I dealt was it with. Mark Merck or Mark Merck. Yeah. When I was uh, playing Spatuno, Mark Merck is the one who said, well, you play Spatuno. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. Jerry said, what's Spatuno? No, I knew Spatuno because oh, yeah. oh, it, it, I'll, it I'll say this. Um, Stone Echo had played Spatuno yeah. for years yeah. before I came along. Yeah. Shout out to Sammy Price. Mm-hmm. Who is my brother-in-law? I did not know that. Yeah. So nice. those guys are just crushing it. I think that is the last show of the year for Jazz Fest not not too long ago. That's right. Yeah. So did you have you been to Spatuno? Oh yeah, almost. I guess since I was sixteen or seventeen. So years would that old. be something that's 
and I guess I guess where I'm getting at is like I want everybody listening and watching. I want I want you to give them a kind of a a feel for what to expect if they show up to Rock the Ranch. Is yeah. it likes Petuna? Which I mean, some of these people might not know what that is, but yeah, give us a visual on that. Yeah, it's it's similar. It's like the bands that have many bands often on the stage, the setup, the vendors. So the, it's in uh, a field. Yeah, that's that's kind of terraced, I guess. Oh man. My grandpa had the perfect setup. I mean, it's a natural amphitheater. It's okay. probably, I don't know, 40-foot rising just terraces. Okay. It's, it's beautiful under some oak trees. Grass. Uh, yeah. Bring, bring you yep. on chairs. Yeah, chairs. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we have beer trucks. Uh, and it's, it's family-friendly, too. We have crafts for, like, kids. We have face painting. Uh, we'll have like horseback riding during the day, so you can like you know just we have volunteer horseback riding, right. and you just pay like five bucks. Kids ride around with horses, just listen to music. It's cool. It's, so it's for everybody. Show up early, bring the family. Yeah, get kind of settled in. Set your chairs or your yep. your uh, blankets out or whatever you want to kind of kick kick back on through yeah. the, through the evening. Let the kids do horseback riding or play games. Is this a morning? Does it start at like 9 o'clock in the morning to midnight? We usually start, open the gates at 12. Okay, um, so we're getting there at noon for some good barbecue, some yeah. food. You got plenty of food there. Oh, yeah, we have five or six different food trucks. Uh, we have beer tent. We have, you know, just anything. Like for kids, that's what's awesome. Like you'll see kids playing cornhole, uh, just hanging out just all day. Yeah. And it, it's fun. It's a blast. And what time usually? Music starts at 1. So one. we usually open the gates at 12. Music starts at 1. And um, we do allow overnight camping. So if families Sense, want to. RV. Yeah, yeah, anything. Airstream. There you go. Um, we have a big pasture in the back. Creek roll, rolls through the back of the farm. You can camp on the creek. Last year we had probably 30 or 40 tents just on the creek. Down it was there. so cool. It's kind of like a little after party. Yeah. Like after the music stopped, like everybody's Are you a rain or shine event? For sure. So. Yeah, we'll have matter. tents. Yeah, we'll have a, we have a big, huge tent that actually we got from Spatuno. There you go. And that's why I want to shout out to them, man. They gave us a ton of stuff like yeah. that. Tents, I, I love those guys. They're so helpful. Like they were, they were, like we wouldn't be here without Spatuno. Yeah. That's awesome. There's no way. We it's have, awesome like, that they didn't treat you like a competitor. They, they, yeah, yeah, or like um, buying it. We didn't yeah, have to yeah, buy yeah, anything. Yeah. They just like lended us stuff, and it was so cool. That's it's, it's cool to be in a community that just shares stuff like just for everybody here. Like to enjoy well, they, music. They kind of set the stage for the annual music festival in in this area. Yeah, I mean it's sure. been going wrong on for a long yeah. time. Yeah. So I remember. Yeah. I remember the old Freddy's playing. And yeah. Oh yeah. They're yeah, my, yeah. I think they're my second cousins and. I they think. played a fa- yeah they are they, what? they are which they, says that I think they're my second uh, okay they, they are, are. <laughs> they are they played old family I remember they played family tradition back when I was like eighteen or nineteen I was underage drinking and I'm, and I'm up there that's my family <laughs> family tradition yeah. that's hilarious yeah I know the Freddie boys well and yeah. uh, and and Howard and John both they're, yeah they're just talented guys good, good people good people, too. good people yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So, rain or shine, maybe lightning will will delay y'all for a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. you're getting right back in it, yeah. and for a full day of fun in the sun, it is fun, man. It's so, Stillwoods showed up 
in a tour bus. Yeah, they were the. I think they were the only tour bus we had pulling up at the stage. We, yeah. uh, not speaking for my my grandpa's concerts back in the seventies, but I remember uh, getting a call. It was nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, "Dang, I got to do this already." Here comes Roddy or Rowdy off the tour bus. He comes out smoking Marbreds and drinking. Budweiser heavy at 9 a.m. I'm like, oh, man. It's going to be a heck of a day. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. My mom and dad are calling me like, what the hell is in my front <laughs> There's yard? There's this guy walking through the yard <laughs> with a cigarette yeah, looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, where are you at? <laughs> and then, so let's let's go back in time again, back yeah. to Charlie B's days, right? Mm-hmm. So Fleetwood Mac's on the way to the show, and the bus broke down. The bus broke down on I-85. Coming, they, I think they flew into Atlanta. And this is coming from my grandpa, just of telling course. stories. Um, so they had to be there in like an hour. And they broke down halfway. And my grandma, Billy Stancil, drove halfway to Atlanta, picked these people up. These people, they, she mm-hmm. didn't have, have a clue who it was. Yeah. This is a band. She's like, well, I don't know what's going on. I'd rather be in the bed, but <laughs> I got to go pick these people up. These people smoking weed, doing what yeah. they're doing. <laughs> And, <laughs> they were on it. and more. Yeah. And uh, she picked the band up on the side of the road in a uh, like a rental van and brought them back. And she, it was Fleetwood Mac. Like, you look at it now, like, what? That's awesome. And she, I remember her telling me stories like, yeah, we were on uh, ID5 coming north, and they're in the van just smoking weed, and I can't even help it. <laughs> like, I can't help it. Nothing I can do. <laughs> These and people. They, yeah. But like grandma and papa, they're super straight laced. Like they wouldn't do anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a different time and it was wild. That's crazy. So so um what is what does the community think of what you're doing down there? Are they they supportive, they give you any kickback or one hundred percent supportive. Man, That's great. I talked to like Julian Davis is a huge supporter. Love That's him. awesome. Dude, the Oconee County is like compared to back then, like I mean, it's like a total role reversal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last time my grandpa had it, like the, the sheriff's office shut it down because it was a bad, just negative feeling about bringing that into the community. Yeah. And I see that back then, like you didn't know what you're going to get. Yeah. This is, well, this is right after Elvis was shaking his roll, hips. Man. Shake, he was what shaking his hips. Yeah. yeah. But now it's just, the you know, we don't, we don't have that stuff there. And it's just, it's, it's, Awesome. This brings the community together. It brings the older, I say older folk. I'm 34. I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> we get it. We get yeah. it. So, but yeah, it brings everybody together. Everybody that loved the old Charlie B. Ranch concerts and then the new folk. We're trying to bring in Clemson yep. University students. Like, bring the community together for some good stuff. What do you, what do you have for attendance? You got like two, 200 people. You got 20 million people. And I said, uh, last year, I think we averaged about 1,200, maybe 1,300 people. That's pretty good for little old Snow Shoot, Creek yeah. Road. You I know? know it. Yeah, man, I love it. It's Just seeing that many people come down the road just makes me happy. Yep. Yeah. And you have EMS on site. You have fire uh, we have, on site. Yeah, we have full support from Oconee County. Uh, the city of Seneca helps us out tremendously. They let us borrow dumpsters and trash cans and stuff and Riley Johnson helps out a ton. Really? Yeah. I love me some Riley Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So they, dude, we I, I, we couldn't do it without those yeah. people. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. And it, it's so wild to me that people want to be a part of it. Like, it, it's so Why cool. wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you want to be? If you're listening, That's right. why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? We actually talked about in the break that we might do, we might uh, 
somehow, some form. We don't make any money, but we might be a sponsor in some way and do like a live podcast from Dude, that'd Rock be cool. the Ranch yeah. or something. I don't know. We had a Fox 21 out there last year. They interviewed us and uh, my mom and my sisters and stuff. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe the apparel company throws something. We'll figure out. something yeah. out. We'll give you an update. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So where do you see Rock the Ranch in five years from now? Man, five years. Or not uh, – I, I guess I'm on both sides. Like, where do you see it? But what would you, like, what's your ultimate goal? My because, ul- you know, like, realistically, where you see it might be based on growth numbers and all these things. But, like, yeah. where would you like it to be? I want it to be back to four or 5,000 people, like my grandpa had. Yeah, maybe like a two-day event. Yeah, for sure, two-day event. Um, but, yeah, I want to see the attendance. Like I said, 1,200 people, that is awesome. We appreciate all the donations, all yeah. that. But man, if we could get some bigger names and bring in more people in like the community, I want to pull some people from Georgia, North Carolina. Yeah. Like running up and down eighty five is so easy. It's right there off eighty five. We are, are the corridor in between Atlanta and Charlotte. Yeah, that's I mean, right. We're we're halfway. There used to be a show on uh, Rock one hundred and one called the Corridor Charlotte. Oh yeah, and they would have these bands that weren't on label. They have like a two-hour segment in yeah. the evening, like Friday at nine o'clock, and live. We're doing Atlanta to Charlotte, and you, you hear all this stuff. That, uh, keep in mind, this is way before Instagram. Right, <laughs> it's way right. before Facebook and any of that. Yeah, and it was the only chance for local bands to get airplay. Yep, and it was a big deal. And so our location is not just for Lake Kiwi and lake houses and stuff. We mm-hmm. are geographically in a perfect spot. I agree. And for how did, all kinds of things. How did my grandpa pick that? You know. Yeah. yeah, he knew that apparently, like yeah. subconsciously, maybe. He was, he was a smart man. Yeah, absolutely. So, anybody out there listening that either wants to participate or knows somebody that might want to participate, you guys could probably use like a headline sponsor, huh? Because I think for you guys, it, you know, you guys raise funds to pay for these acts ahead of time. It's not like you're booking the act and hoping you make enough money on the back end to pay for them. Yeah, you guys are doing this ahead of time. Yeah, we're we're we want to break even. The day of. Yeah. So we can spend every single dime we make the day of on these charities. On these charities. Yeah. So if you could get a big headline sponsor. Yeah, that'd be huge. Ahead of time, you know, even maybe label the event sponsored by, you know, yeah. Rock the Ranch sponsored by sure. exactly. State Farm, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Then it would be in your advantage. You could book bigger and bigger acts. Correct. Right. Yeah. Draw more and more people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what we're pushing for. We, uh, like I said earlier, we kind of updated our sponsor page, and we're just wanting to like one get these small businesses in our community advertising. Yeah, sure. Step up. Yeah, it's a big deal, man. So it it doesn't take. Let me back up. It takes a lot to put this together. Not anybody could do this. You got a you got a whole village. They say right. You have a committee that does that. Yeah, but. You hadn't been here all your life. You took you took some time and went over the pond and spent some time in, <laughs> in Paris. Yeah, yeah. I lived in a, well, I can't say I lived. I stayed in uh, south of Paris for about uh, four months. Worked over there in Europe. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's just, it's crazy. And actually, I saw uh, Blackberry Smoke in Paris. Oh, really? Paris. Shut up. And I saw Marcus dude, King what? in Paris. That would be what? awesome. Yeah. Hey, have you guys reached out to Marcus King? We have, dude. He's so expensive because he's a local boy too like you Greenville, think, yeah 
You uh, think he'd yeah. kind of step up a little bit, maybe? He's just he's up there. I get that, but I mean, hey man, anybody listen wants to wants to throw the funds out, listen, <laughs> bring them home. Listen, maybe it's just me, but I'm one of those guys. No matter how big I get, yeah, I think I'd always give back. Yeah, I would listen. I would be that guy that if I was, you know, name the name the artist, I would show up at my restaurant in Nashville on a crazy <laughs> odd day, yeah. do a full set. You know, I just that's that's who I would be, or even not even my restaurant. If it, even if it didn't benefit me, I'd just show up somewhere, what? like locally. And, yeah, yeah. That sounds great on the front, but a lot of guys care. are managed by a team yeah. that says you can't do that. It's a right. new contract. I, I would make sure the contract was that, that, open enough right. to make that's that right. happen. Well, that that'd be a good conversation to have. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to pay the funds and you want to see your favorite large act, then the book please <laughs> donate some money to Rock the Ranch. That's right. Yeah. So. What? This is a good episode. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. You got anything? Any plugs? Any got any stories? <sighs> yeah, I got some stories. Stay away from the porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, Jeff. <laughs> Inside. A lot of people get that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, another story I got. I don't know. Uh oh, I do know one. Uh my grandpa told me about another Fleetwood Mac story. Um I do love me some Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> me too. I don't remember who it was. But there is the loading ramp up behind the old stage, and some lady, it wasn't Stevie Nicks, but it was prior to Stevie Nicks, uh, was going up the back loading ramp and slipped and fell. She fell like 20 foot, like slid down, down the, the loading ramp, ramp 20 foot. Mm. Grandma had to pick her up and like help her <laughs> all the way up, and they were, the music was already started, like playing. So there's no telling what was all was going on. <laughs> like, had to bring them up there. I can see Billy going. Now, if you wouldn't have smoked all that weed, we'd have, you, you, you wouldn't have fell down that ramp. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. we, we talked. To, uh, I think we were on break when you were talking about bringing the original stage back. Yes, say, man, that is our goal. You've got some of the wood where ZZ Top, yeah. Fleetwood Mac, like all these big acts have yeah. played on, and you want to use that. And and be able to say this is the same stage, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. I just I think it would mean wonders to even like new coming bands, local bands, to play on the same stage that all these big names played on. Yeah, and I mean I don't think it would take much to get it back. Like the the stage is still standing, the foundations there. We just need funds just to re- uh, revamp to re- it a little bit. It's and a, it's a beautiful spot, beautiful it, spot. We do now for Rock the Ranch. We do we bring in a uh, temporary stage from like Charleston, and they set it up, which is gorgeous. They do a great job. But man, if we could have that old stage rebuilt, that would be huge. Yeah, like, it, it, it is just, a big deal. I played a stage in Illinois. I think I was opening up for a good friend of mine, Matt Poss. And um, shout out to Matt Poss. Listen, Matt. Uh, always a shout out Let, to Matt Paws, let's, right? Let's get you at Rock the Ranch. Let's we'll, make, let's we'll, make it we should bring that up to him sometime. Yeah, so, and it was he, place, listen, he listens. He better listen. So, <laughs> it was a place called the MVP, and um, it was right on the river, and like gravel going in, and trying to get the tour bus into this spot was shady at best. Yeah, and there was a trampoline beside the stage, and it was just everything that you would think. It was just a really cool vibe it had going on. But the stage that they had was part of the original Farm Aid stage. Yeah. So it is a big deal just to know the history sometimes. When you're on the road like that and you're just going, right. you're doing your 
hour, 50 minutes, whatever, at all yeah. these places, and then somebody stops and you know where you're standing? Yeah. You can't manufacture. On the same stage that so and so and so and so and so. It's kind of like what the Opry is to all of these kids yeah, coming yep, up in that circle. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't manufacture history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, history is history. Mm-hmm. You can't like just create something new and then be like, oh, it has history. No. Yeah, that's right. And that's what sets us apart. I really I agree. do think so. I I totally agree. And I actually think, and not obviously, I don't know because I'm not on the inside, but I think that you guys leave a lot on the table when it comes to yeah marketing. The history of what you have. Yeah. You know? Oh, totally. We, uh, we, like, like I said, we have 12, 13 member committee. Um, you know, we could do better on different stuff. Yeah. We don't know how. Yeah, that's it. Or, or, or we're learning. You know, this is only five years in. And you're right. You guys come a long ways in five years. Yeah, yep. but you're still grassroots, and that's what's important. Once yep. you get corporate involved, then it all gets kind of screwed up. But yeah, you're right. I think you're doing it great. I, I think you're doing a great job, what you've been doing. I can't wait to see what the next 5, 10, yeah. 15 years come. Like, we're going to have another podcast in three to five years, and it's with Nick, and be it's like, going to be a whole nother ball game. He's like, go back to episode 20. I got gray hair now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've had so-and-so, and so we have tour bus parking. We've yeah. got 18 tractor trailers out back. You <laughs> yep, know, yep. I would love that. When yeah. Metallica headlines rock <laughs> the ranch, it's going to be epic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tool and Metallica, twenty twenty nine. Yeah, <laughs> that's maybe too soon, but I, I like where you're headed. Yeah. The yeah. comeback tour, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Listen, it's been great, guys. Uh, Nick Crenshaw again with us today, and we appreciate your time and mm-hmm. all the stuff, all the stuff you've offered. And if you want, tell tell them one more time where they can find you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug a couple of events we got going sure, on. Sure, please do. do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're we're starting to raise money for uh, twenty twenty three uh, music festival. So we have a uh, we're planning a car show here in Wahala in the early spring. Great, um, like a rock the ranch car yeah, show. Yeah, okay. it's going to be near the uh, garage. Okay, garage um, tap room. Yes, Sweet. correct. We're going to do a benefit there. We're going to have music and food plates for you to buy. Uh, car show, just enter you know enter in for that. And then earlier, January 8th at Kiwi Brewing Company, 4 to 7 p.m., a guy named Aaron Rousey, he's going to be, basically, he's doing this for Rock the Ranch. He's doing a benefit for Rock the Ranch. It's called Aaron and Elvis Birthday Bash. It's Elvis Presley's birthday, and apparently it's Aaron's birthday. <laughs> so this dude just went out on a limb and so helping us out. Yeah, he's wanting to support Rock the Ranch. So we're doing that at Kiwi Brewing. It's going to be January 8th. We've got food plates there and music as well. And then, like I said, the uh, car show is in, uh, it's going to be early spring, so watch out for that. Awesome. Awesome. I'll get down on both of those, help you promote those anyway I can. Yeah, it'd be good. Super great. Sweet. Episode 20, wrapped up in the books. Appreciate it, Nick. Hey, man, thank y'all for having me and supporting Rock the Ranch. It, it means a lot. Yeah, for sure. It means a lot to us to have you here. Yeah. God, we will see you next week. Thanks a lot. <laughs>